So there are ways that you can take big goals, chunk them down into smaller goals. Now, last but not least, what to do when you just decide, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. This is no fun. Now, that's what we refer to as quitting. Hi, I'm Dr. Kate Walker. I'm a marriage and family therapist, practice owner, and professor of counselor education who took a passion for training the next generation of mental health providers and turned it into a multi-six-figure business that designs the courses that teach mental health providers how to be clinical supervisors. Teaching graduate students and seasoned counselors, I learned about the fears. Fears about failing, quitting toxic work environments where you're seeing 80 clients a week, Fears about starting a private practice, running out of money, getting in trouble by the licensing board, the IRS, you name it. I created the Texas Counselors Creating Badass Businesses community so mental health providers like you could have a step-by-step guide and learn actionable steps to achieve the security, freedom, and satisfaction of a counseling career you'll love. Look, you had the dream to become a mental health professional. You got the degree, you took the exams, you put in the time, whatever your business is, a private practice, maybe you want to sell courses like I do, you're adding clinical supervision, you want to write a book or get paid to speak, whatever it is, you are too important to your community to lose to getting in trouble, giving up, going broke, and burning out. Are you ready to break through those fears once and for all? I thought so. Let's get to work. Welcome to Texas Counselors Creating Badass Businesses, where it's all about working smarter, not harder. And here's your host, Dr. Kate Walker, who loves UT volleyball. Whether you call it strategic planning, five-year planning, beginning with the end in mind, you really should start your private practice with a strategic plan. I mean, I get it. Most of us don't. Most of us are the old ready, fire, aim kind of folks. And we kind of look backwards and say, oh my goodness. And then we look forward and we think, oh my goodness. So what I want you to get from today's episode is an idea of just three things, just three things to keep in mind So that maybe if you're sitting down and you're thinking about planning out the next, oh, I don't know, six months to five years, you do you, but you can do it in a way that hits the important points. And it's not just money. Now, I did include money because, yeah, that's still important, but there's so much more. And if you'd like to join me on Tuesdays Live, it's easy to do. Just join the Step It Up membership and you know podcast listeners always get a deal Just go to katewalkertraining.com forward slash podcast. All right, let's get to work. I think I read Tim Ferriss's book, The 4-Hour Workweek, oh, I don't know, maybe 12 years ago. And, you know, the thing about it is, I don't know what I was looking for. You know, I was reading business books If you know me at all, you know I'm a huge fan of the old ones, you know, like Napoleon Hill and Dale Carnegie. So I guess I was probably in a headspace where I was thinking, oh my gosh, I'm slammed with clients or 
you know, I had three young kids at the time, so I was probably thinking, ah, I, you know, I'm losing my mind here. How can I get more time in my week? And, you know, the title is pretty enticing when it says, you know, the four-hour work week. I really couldn't turn that one down. It's not literally four hours a week. It really just talks about how you can work smarter, not harder. Well, it just completely changed my outlook on business. And so fast forward 10 years, 15 years, and now I have this wonderful job where I get to work from all over the country. Now I have multiple streams of income. So if I'm in a state or a region where I cannot provide counseling services, I have another stream of income. So I'm not losing money. So it's not like I'm just flitting all over the country and costing money instead of making money. Well, that took time and that took planning. And so the three areas, because I, you know, I love threes, the three areas I'm going to talk with you about today are money, your smart goals, and then how to quit when things go sideways. And I don't mean quit everything, but you've got to have some stop losses. Those are the signals to get out of whatever you're into, pivot, switch gears, whatever little business metaphor we're going to use. So let's talk about money, strategic planning and money. One of the things, if you've been following me, if you've ever been to one of my courses, I talk about working years above ground and disabled years above ground, right? We have a certain number of years where we are healthy and we're going to be able to earn a living, right? So those are our working years above ground. Now, the disabled years above ground, and you can go back, I talked about this last week when uh, I was talking about money management. Those are the years when, you know, God willing, we're going to still be here, but we may need some help. So if that's assisted living, maybe that's memory care, that's something maybe you're living with a family member, but you need to add to their income because, you know, that's what happens when we get older if we are struggling with things, right? So with the disabled years above ground, we spend our working years planning for that. And so when we talked about money management last week and developing that healthy wealth mindset, we talked about that wealth wasn't a bad word. It's actually a very responsible thing to do as you plan for those years when you're not able to earn a living, right? So this week, we're still going to keep money at top of the list because as an entrepreneur, you do have some responsibilities here. Again, having that healthy wealth mindset, an entrepreneur is either going to have an unhealthy wealth mindset, and you look at the research and a lot of entrepreneurship can look like standing at a slot machine in Vegas going, come on, baby, maybe the next thing will hit. Maybe the next thing will hit. I'm going to put in one more quarter, one more quarter. And if you know Vegas, there's no more of this, right? It's just buttons. But my point is, if you're an entrepreneur, you can really suck the family resources. If you're by yourself and you don't have the support of a family or a partner, it's expensive to be an entrepreneur because you're spending some time ramping up and getting into your zone of genius. So money stays at the top of our strategic plan because it's still the thing that's going to make sure that we're not a burden on someone else, 
that were independent. And remember last week, I talked about getting out of fight or flight, being able to relax, access those executive functions in our brain. So we're able to be creative and be a helper and grow and produce the art, the thing that we love doing. If we're in fight or flight, worrying about bills and just going from month to month, paycheck to paycheck, client to client, everything starts looking like a dollar sign. It's going to impact our mental health. It's going to impact our ethics. So one of your obligations, and I'm going to stand on this, I'm going to own this, is as an entrepreneur, as a practice owner, you must have multiple streams of income. Now, that other stream of income may be a supportive partner. Awesome. That's wonderful if you have someone who's able to contribute to your income. But if you don't, if you aren't, if that's not your scenario, your obligation to yourself is to have multiple streams of income because if that client doesn't show and they have a legitimate reason, like they got better, hello, that shouldn't be considered a loss for you, right? That money not coming in, oh no, I can't pay my car payment this month. So part of your strategic plan is to plan for other skill sets, things that you do, and I put them into two categories, things that are related to what you currently do. So those could be trainings that you do on EMDR. It could be blogs that you write that you can monetize about grief. It could be anything that goes alongside producing the art of counseling your clients. And there are unrelated things, right? I know a lot of therapists who also own buildings. So you're a landlord in addition to counseling, right? Totally different. But that business that you have running that office complex or you own the building where your practice is and you rent it out to people who do other things, that is an alternate stream of income that's unrelated to what you're doing and it complements your income. So with either of those things, whether it's related to what you do now or unrelated, you have to work into your strategic plan, a period of education. There has to be a period of onboarding. So if you want to have something related to your counseling, like creating courses, it's going to take some time for you to learn the software. It's going to take some time for you to get some editing skill set, right? To turn that camera on to create this a 60 minute video, right? Because it has to be minute for minute, hour for hour. If you want a one CE course that you want to create, then that video has to be one hour long, or you've got to incorporate other things. You've got to read the rules. You've got to make sure you understand. So anything you do, part of your strategic plan, creating these alternative complementary streams of income You've got to work in education. You've got to work in a six month to two years ramping up so that you know what you're doing well enough to sell it. Now, if you are, you know, some things you'll be able to plan for easily, right? If you become EMDR certified and then you want to train the trainer, right? You want to become one of the people that certifies others. You might be able to Google, okay, that's going to take me six months plus another two months. Boom. Okay, perfect. You can start marketing this service in about eight months. With other things, it's a little bit different. And as I mentioned, the course creation, 
You're going to have to learn how to work a camera, edit your film, learn which learning management software works best with your proposed clientele. That's okay. You just want to make sure that that goes into the plan, which brings me to two. If it ain't on a list, it doesn't exist. All right. So smart goals, specific, measurable, trackable, attainable, realistic. I know I always get those out of order. So you put these things on a timeline. Now, this could be your Google Calendar. And I use both, actually. I use Google Calendar and alarms go off all the time. So if I, for instance, tomorrow's the day I balance my checkbook, it will be in my Google Calendar and an alarm will go off saying, okay, it's time to stop what you're doing here and go do this over there. So when you're thinking about your alternate streams of income and you think, okay, I have to learn how to use this learning management software, I purchased Podia. And I'm an affiliate for Podia, so I love it, but full disclosure. So when you are saying, okay, I've got to get these courses going, I've got to learn the software, I've got to, well, put it on your calendar. Friday, between 12 and 2, I'm going to spend time on Podia. I'm going to look at the YouTube videos. I'm going to watch the tutorials. I'm going to go through the Q&A and the FAQ section of the website. That span of time that is something you're giving back to your business. Now, you're not seeing clients during that time, but you plan for that. You're planning for the education that it takes. So whatever you like to use, if it's a Trello board, if it's Asana, if it's something completely different, then it has to be written down. It goes from being a dream to being a goal. It's back to school time. No, I'm not talking about the kiddos. I'm talking about you. Yep, put down that margarita and beach towel and grab your pumpkin spice latte. And well, if you're in Texas, you may still want that margarita since it's still 100 degrees outside, but it is time to step up your counseling career with some quality CEs. We all know that counselors need quality, continuing education courses full of great information that will help them build their career, protect their license, grow a practice, and stay out of trouble. And, you know, bonus points if the course isn't boring and outdated. But the real barrier to getting great information, a lot of information can be overwhelming, and you, my badass, are busy. Then you start asking yourself, well, okay, how can I improve my practice while still caring for people in my practice? How can I grow my skill set, become a supervisor without losing work-life balance? How can I find quality training that won't cost too much money and time because if you have to miss work to take a course, then you just doubled the cost of that course. Courses with tempting titles grab your attention and snatch your money, and so I get it. You're a little hesitant to jump into a course even if you know it's gonna help your career and protect your license. Let me make it easy for you. How about a free monthly webinar? That's it, no strings attached. A free monthly webinar where you can get CE documentation if you need it. Want me to sweeten the deal? How about webinars presented by experts on topics counselors need like 
an accountant presenting how to ethically prepare your accounts for tax season, a seasoned practice owner who can help you understand SEO and improve your Google rankings so your community can actually find you, an attorney who will explain how to avoid common complaints. That was literally our spring speaker lineup. And every webinar is presented after 5 p.m. Every webinar is completely free. And every webinar meets the new Texas rule mandating that 50% of CEs come from a designated provider. That's me. Feel overwhelmed by lots of choices and want an interactive training with a real person? The free webinars are presented by real people facilitated by yours truly, and there is always an opportunity for Q&A. Here's what we have coming up in the next four months. September 21st, we're going to be going through the latest LPC rules. This webinar will offer two CEs because we want to make sure we have lots of time for questions. I'm dual licensed LPC and LMFT, so if you're LMFT in Texas, I'm not going to leave you out. October 25th, I'm presenting a webinar for the supervisor curious. Scared of becoming a clinical supervisor? Attend this webinar and help me get you over your fears and out into the field where you can multiply the difference you make in underserved Texas communities. November, I'll host another Bridging the Gap from Grad School to LPC Associate. And December is always giveaway month. And this year, I'm giving away more grants to practice owners, supervisors, and wannabes who have a heart for serving underserved Texans. Look for info and applications coming soon. Need the recording because you can't make it? Step It Up members get the recording converted into an online course that they can take whenever they like. That's right, on your schedule. You're the one working your butt off, getting the kids off to school, trying to return all the calls and emails that come with a new school year, so I'm going to make it easy for you. Just go to katewalkertraining.com forward slash free webinar. That's katewalkertraining.com forward slash F-R-E-E-W-E-B-I-N-A-R. You're too important to lose because you paid too much for courses with tempting titles You sat through boring live trainings, and you got suckered into live, disorganized presentations. It's time to take the next step in your counseling career. Go to katewalkertraining.com forward slash free webinar. See you on the inside. Now, let me take you through something real quick, because that's one of the perks you get as a Step It Up member. You get to watch me screen share, so let me do that right now. So here is your Trello board or my Trello board. So I made an example. This I just called strategic plan. So let's say your five-year plan or five-year goal, and then you have a four-year goal, three-year goal, two, and one. So this year, we'll just say 2023. Okay. Now let's say your five-year goal is to have 20 clients per week at $150 per session. Okay, that's awesome. You wrote it down. There are numbers. That means we can count it, right? That's specific. That's measurable. That's trackable. Four years might look like 15 clients at $150 per week. 
basically what I'm doing in Trello is I'm going through and I'm building up to that five-year goal. So, and I'm backwards planning. So if you're military, you'll know exactly what I'm doing, right? So five years, 20 clients, four years, 15 clients, three years, I might say, I want 20 clients at $100 a week. So I want a full caseload in three years, but I want, I'm going to lower my monetary. Two years, I'm going to type in 20 clients at $75 a week. So I'm raising my rate until year four. And I'm making all this up, by the way. You do you, right? So now 2023 is when we take our big plan and we make it into these daily goals. Well, one of the things, if you followed me, I talk about networking, face-to-face networking. So maybe in my two-year goal, I'm going to write down, I have a free speaking gig each month where I give my one-minute commercial. Well, if that's what I want in two years, then what I need to do every month this year, and let's say it's July, I'm going to book a speaking gig. So what I've done is I've tied my five-year goal to a KPI, a key performance indicator. And that KPI I've identified is a speaking gig. I've said, okay, you know what? Every time I book a speaking gig, I usually get my phone calls go up. That's another SMART goal, specific measurable things I can count. I have a speaking gig, phone calls go up, and my conversion rate's about 30%. So speaking gig, phone calls go up, 30% of those people end up booking. That's how my client load goes up. So I can make sure that in July 2023, my goal for today might be to make 10 phone calls until I get one speaking gig for July. Once that's done, I can check that box. So you see how we take the strategic plan, we chunk it down into specific measurable trackable goals, then we identify key performance indicators. I could have easily put something like speaking gigs. I could have said, join a networking organization. I could have said, learn how to use a search engine optimization on my website. Take a class on SEO. I could have put a lot of things here for July that I know would directly impact the number of clients that I will have. And I didn't even talk about ways to make sure that I am able to increase my rate comfortably and ethically. Maybe it's I want to take a course so that I know I'm a specialist in couple communication, or I am an EMDR certified grief therapist working with veterans, and I live near Cord Cavazos in Colleen, Texas. So there are ways that you can take big goals, chunk them down into smaller goals. Now, last but not least, what to do when you just decide, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. This is no fun. Now, that's what we refer to as quitting. And there was a great book that I read last year called How to Quit. And I can't think of the author, Annie. Oh, she's a professional gambler. Like this is, she gambles for a living and she talks about stop losses Stop losses, that's a term that's usually used in finances to indicate, hey, this is no longer a good investment. Take your money and run, get out. Well, when we start to do these things, building our practice, other streams of income, you're going to run into things that you just don't like anymore. 
or they're too expensive, or you know what, you don't feel comfortable. Maybe it's a space where you feel like you're going to get in trouble and it just doesn't feel good. Well, how will you know that it's okay to quit, especially if you have some kind of family of origin narrative that's like, we don't quit and you started this, you better finish it. Baloney. That's not real world. So part of your strategic plan should be an element of flexibility along with stop losses. This is how I know I'm no longer going to do this. Let me give you an example of a terrible stop loss, right? A stop loss where you're looking at this thing and you're just about to launch, let's give it a name. You're about to launch your course on couple communication. And it's going to be wonderful for people who are on the waiting list for your practice. So you have folks that you just can't get them on the schedule, but you can send them the link to this course. So it won't really make you any money yet, but you plan on monetizing it eventually. So people will already have this part of the work done. So when they come to you for therapy, they're going to be like raring to go because they're already going to have these amazing skills. And you just find yourself procrastinating. You find yourself thinking, oh, yeah, this is too hard. You know what? Those floors look really dirty. I better start mopping those floors. Oh, you know what? Uh, I think I need to mow my lawn and uh, I'm going to get a push mower to do it. When you start making excuses for these amazing ideas, that's not a stop loss, right? That's you being afraid. And that's a whole different training. I'm not even doing that training today. That's a mindset issue. A stop loss is when you realize you have just purchased 100 t-shirts and it costs your family, not just you, it costs your family $500 and you have only sold two of them. And you find out somebody copied your design and they're shipping it, drop shipping it for half the price from somewhere else. You think getting another batch of 500 t-shirts is a good idea? Nope. So one of your stop losses would be if our profit margin goes to this, we pull the plug on this idea, go back to the drawing board because this conflicts with our overarching monetary goal. This conflicts with our overarching time goal. Now there's always a satisfaction stop loss too. Sometimes you just get into something and after a while you're burned out, you don't want to do it anymore. And that's okay. There is no shame in doing that. I mean, how many people do we counsel in their 30s who have an amazing law degree or a medical degree? And they're like, oh my gosh, I hate my job. I wish I hadn't done this. It's okay to not like what you're doing. Work that into your strategic plan. Your strategic plan is not handcuffs. Okay. It is not an iron bar clanging shut behind you and you're trapped, you can change your mind and that's okay. So I'm going to learn a whole lot more about strategic planning in a couple of days from Max Casero. So tune into that. I will post the link here. If you're listening to this on a replay, it probably will have already passed, but don't worry. That will also go into your Step It Up profile. And we'll drop it into the podcast in a couple of months, probably. So today, I talked about strategic planning in three key areas. That's money, that's 
SMART goals. If it's not on a list, it doesn't exist. And how to quit when things go sideways and defining what sideways is. So you could read that book, How to Quit. You could sit down with your supportive partner and identify financial losses that are just too much for the family to handle, but come up with some kind of a stop loss, an indicator that would say, we need to get out, right? It's not a good idea anymore. So I will keep an eye on the questions in the thread and I will take a look also if you guys want to email with questions, that's awesome too. So have a wonderful week. Keep doing amazing things because you are, you're doing great things, Rockstar. Have a great day. Hey, badasses, we can all agree that counselors want a path to a successful counseling career, but that means you have to find quality training. That's not even the real barrier. The real problem is a lot of information can be overwhelming and you, my badass, are busy. So you're probably asking yourself, how can I improve my practice while still caring for people? How do I grow my skill set, become a supervisor, without losing my work-life balance? How do I find quality training that won't cost too much time and money? Bottom line, counselors who want a successful counseling career value the goal of growing their skill set and even becoming a supervisor, but at the same time struggle with finding time to attend quality courses. Counselors can't overcome this barrier because so many times courses with tempting titles overpromise and underperform. Let me ask you something. What if there were courses that delivered exactly what they promised that didn't take a lot of time and didn't break the bank? That's exactly the kind of course we design at Kate Walker Training. I specialize in helping you grow your skill set and career with quality courses on demand. And we have so many to choose from. If you're asking yourself, where do I go if I want to sustain my practice and grow my marketing presence? Well, check out the Step It Up membership. What do you do if you're ready to pay it forward and add streams of income? Well, check out the supervisor training. See if you're eligible. If you're looking for an experience that's more hands-on, keep an eye out for open enrollment for Badass Basics and our exclusive mastermind groups. Dr. Kate Walker, thank you so much for listening to Texas Counselors Creating Badass Businesses. Thank you to Ridgely Walker for her lovely voiceovers at our introduction. And do me a favor, when you get a second, please like, share, and subscribe, and write us a review. That's really how we get picked up by other RSS feeds, and we get this information out to the mental health badasses who need it. Thanks again, and keep saving the world with excellent therapy.